man, I need, I need to, I need to uh, crawl up Tug's ass. Why? Well, because uh, you know we put out the the episode and everything. And never gave us. He any never. Love? No, he never. Uh, never shared it out there, and as a result, worst performing episode of the entire series. Really? Yeah. That bastard. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, hey, that's that's fine. If he was embarrassed about it, I understand. I it understand. was an awesome episode. It was an awesome episode. Hell, I let him go on and be Tug for yeah. an hour and 15 minutes. Shit. What are you drinking over there? Uh, this is uh, Casey Pills from The Tap. There we go. Yeah, so. There we go. I don't know. It's whatever. I have a, I, I'm kind of low energy tonight. I so. was working until midnight, so. Oh, so you are also going to be low energy I'm a then. low energy. Yeah. I got some things to talk about, though. Okay, well, good. What's, uh, what's up? This is, uh, this is interesting um, because, uh, you know, being in the creative business, you're always talking about change. You yep. have to be okay with change. Right. As a person who does multiple executions of things, you're constantly changing stuff. And and not wanting to be afraid of something that's new, and uh, so me and my knee, yeah, I had to go get an MRI. Your rubber band snapping knee. I had to go get an MRI. Mm-hmm. Never had one before. I talked yeah. with someone who had she had something looked at on her shoulder, mm-hmm. so she had to go in kind of head first. Yeah, and um, and she said, you know. Yeah, I almost freaked out, and uh, she said, but then I got into kind of a meditative state and everything, mm-hmm. and so I'd never, I, I didn't even really know what she's talking about. I was like, oh, shit, you know, and yeah. I'm like, is it like really closed quarters and stuff? And she said, well, it's like getting into a tanning booth, which I've never been in. So well, it's about I, as close quarters as you can get. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't think I would be good in that. Um but the the thing is, is uh, so I was able to go in because it's my knee. I was able to go in feet first, yeah. and it came up to about my chest, mm-hmm. and it was tight enough quarters that like the top of my feet were kind of rubbing against the inside of the thing. Yeah, that's and damn. That's tight. that thing is loud. Mm-hmm. They gave me earplugs, and you've had have you had? I've one? never had one, but uh, but yeah. And I gotta say, I mean, it went up to my chest, mm-hmm. and I was even freaked out about that. You yeah, because I was like, you know, oh, I can't move, and they'd said it was like thirty minutes. Yeah, and I'm like, oh my god, can't move for thirty minutes. So then you spend time not thinking about the fact that you can't move, and it just freaked me out, you know. And it was fine. I mean, sure. I, I I got to a good state. I well, thought it's about not, it's the not moving. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, you were thinking. What What did you think about? You I thought about, about movies. I mean, I, that's how simple I am. I just thought about movies and. I was like, oh, I'm going to go see a movie after this. And I was thinking, okay, what movie should I go see? You know, I'll take my son. We'll go see a movie. Mm-hmm. What movie should we go see? And, um, and, and then it was done. You know, I was like, wow, that was it? And they're like, yeah. And, uh, you know, and then so, so then, you know, I went and met with the surgeon yesterday. Mm-hmm. And even that stuff, you know, freaked me out, you know, and I'm going to go get general anesthetic, which I've had before, but that's freaking me out. So it's just, it's Hmm. like, it's, it's, you get into, you, you know, you promote 
within work you promote, oh, new, you got to be, you can't be afraid of new and you you can't be afraid of something different. Right. And then you yourself get put into these situations and I'm freaking out. Yeah. Freaking out, man. See, what you should have done while you're sitting there, you should have thought about, instead of just thinking about movies, thought about like famous paraplegics from the movies. There you go. They couldn't use their legs. They couldn't use their they legs. Would have, they would have given anything to have been able to feel their toes scraping up against the top exactly. of the MRI, you ungrateful bastard. I know. That's the thing is yeah. make yourself feel what would really What would bad. be like if you were Lieutenant Dan and you had no legs? <laughs> then you wouldn't even have to go to the MRI. You wouldn't. You wouldn't. And you wouldn't, you wouldn't uh, have to worry about being in a confined space because there's that's not true. a whole lot of... Uh, there's not a whole lot of you to confine. I got something, a little fear All thing. Right. You got some fear. Okay. Um, fear of drinking the Kool-Aid fear of, of when you get to a position as a leader Mm -hmm. and you have to be, you know, I mean, in order to succeed in that position, you have to drink a little bit of the Kool-Aid. Yeah. A little bit. And you know, it's, it's how much do you drink? How much do you not? I mean, you don't want to lose that edge, but you have to, you have to be moving forward with a. You know, this is this is how we're moving. You got to be supportive. Got to be a company man, and yeah. um, and to a degree, and that's scary. Yeah, and you yeah. have to you have to protect yourself. Yeah, it's kind um, of like what's that? What's that fine line? How yeah. much of that do you? How much of that do you do? Yeah, because yeah, you still have you still have your creative reputation to mm-hmm. protect, mm-hmm. and so it's an interesting thing. It is. It is. You know, I think. Um, Part and parcel with that, I think, could also be it's like the drinking the Kool Aid slash losing your edge. Yep. As as a leader. Yep. Because because you could by drinking the Kool Aid, you could lose a little bit of your you edge. Could. Yeah. And that's you know, and that's kind of and that's kind of scary. Uh, you know, one of uh, something that that's kind of been on my mind lately was. Uh, when, oh gosh, you know, a few months back, whenever I did the, the, the big web show with Jeffrey Zeldman and we were, I was talking to him about being, you know, a web leader. And, um, my thing was, you know, I'm always trying to still figure out, even though I might not be the guy who's doing all the, the coding or, you know, to at least be, to be familiar with that kind of stuff, because, uh, you know, and, and, and I don't know whether it's, whether it's just, unique to the web world or just creativity and creative work in general. But I feel like if I don't at least have that familiarity, how can I lead them? Mm-hmm. Because, uh, you know, cause I mean, then you're just kind of, okay, yes, I'm surrounding myself with smarter people than me, which you should do as right. a leader. But, uh, you know, unless you got something to back that up, you're just, I don't know. Cause then it becomes, well, why are you here? Yeah. So, yeah, uh, you, you know, it's, that's that. kind of something that, uh, his, has been on my mind just a little bit lately anyway. Yeah. Weird. So playing off of that a little bit. So I had as part of my new role, which just expanded today, yeah. by the way. Today was today. the official day. Well, today was the second part of the official day, uh, which is um Hallmark Digital part of it rolled up into my group. So yeah. my group went from twenty one people to now fifty four people. Wow. So yeah. Um uh but uh um oh shit now I can't remember what I was gonna say. Why how did I get there? Well we were talking about we, we were talking about me and digital and leadership. Right. So okay. Oh oh so, so as so, part of my, yeah. my leadership team, 
when I met with them and this is part of the marketing uh, design studio, but uh, so, because I think, you know, it's like my, my thing as far as leadership is, is I'm only as good as my team. Mm-hmm. Um, I cannot, I cannot put myself above the work, my team. It's like, you know, I'm successful if I'm playing in the background Yeah, <clears throat> and, and helping, you know, get rid of hurdles and, and, and bumps along the way. Um, and, uh, what I did was I, I, my big thing now is we're the super friends. So we okay. support each other in different ways. We all have different strengths. We mm-hmm. all have different weaknesses. So part of that was I brought my group together. I said, okay, what's your, what's your superpower? And then what's your kryptonite? Oh, okay. So to all you, right. what's okay. your, what's your superpower? Mine, mine is, is that I'm way up here. Mm-hmm. I got vision. And my problem is, is I'm not down here. So I have to rely on my other members to be kind of in the weeds a little bit, be in the details and stuff, because mm-hmm. I have a tendency to look at something sometimes too quickly and, and miss some things. And I need eyes on there. You know, yeah, I, I almost want to say pretty much the same thing, same thing. because, because, um, and, and part of the, the whole thought about the, the weakness and, and, you know, keeping yourself sharp and all that is, uh, one of the things that, that we've been talking about here within the last week or so is, uh, we've got, uh, we've got a guy who's leaving this week. Well, as a matter of fact, our guest for the next episode is, is, is leaving this week. And so we're looking to replace him and where's he going? Uh, he's, he's going to a startup. He's oh. going to a startup. So, uh, you know, kind of, kind of blazing new territory there. We're kind of in an, in an interesting place where we could replace him with pretty much exactly what he already does, but we're like, okay, well, you know, is there a certain aspect of him that we would like to beef up and, yeah. you know, so, so maybe, maybe we hire somebody completely different from him. And, yeah. and so, and so then it becomes, okay, so how much of the coding do you want to do? Can you do, or, uh, you know, this and that. And so one of the things that we were talking about was with some of my strengths is being able to ideate really quickly. So, you know, lots of fast, lots of fast uh, ideas uh, and, uh, you know, really being able to, to get those things. So, yeah, so kind of like you, up high, you know. Yeah. So I'm thinking the, the big deal here. And then I start to put it together, design it or whatever. And, you know, and I'm still moving really fast and, and coming up with different ideas and putting things and moving stuff around. And so maybe the end result of the the comps that I make or whatever might not be as pixel perfect as they should to pass off to a coder or whatever. And so it's kind of like we need the, you know, need somebody that bridge in the, middle. In the yeah. middle. And so, so, so the eye for that detailer being in the weeds, I guess also would be my kryptonite because I'm a whole lot less interested in, in dealing with the minutia of that. I want to move on to the next thing, yep you know? And so, and so, yeah, I would say pretty, pretty similar, almost the same. Yep. Yeah, just kind of yep. you know you gotta eat. just keep on moving. Next big idea. That's what that's what I want. So I we're think, trying to figure out how to make it to where I can do that most effectively. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Especially with a small group. I think that's I think that's really really important that everybody kind of identify that what's what's my strength, what's my weakness, and and understand that it's okay to 
reveal that yeah and know that there are going to be other people that are going to shore that up and use them and yeah i mean especially you know when you know it's a lot easier to do that when you've got a team of 54 than when you've got a team of 12 very true but uh, but when we're talking you still can't be afraid of that though i mean because if anything that's really when you need to reveal all that because you know that way people really can band together super friend style and figure out how we're going to fix all this because inevitably you're going to be the you're going to be the person who fixes somebody else's shortcomings yep. anyways yep. and so you know i think that's really super important yeah, yeah. In, in that scale yeah did we talk about devil baby last time no you know what i'm talking about don't you i feel like i do it, it was it sure. was uh it was created by the same people who did the um the stunt for the movie Carrie when they did the Carrie reboot. Oh yeah, yeah. And they did like that whole coffee shop with the yep, telekinetic yep, prank. Yep. Well they did uh they did this little this little animatronic baby in a stroller. Did you not see this? I don't know. Oh, okay. This is awesome. <laughs> yeah. So so they, they so they put this I mean this creepy, creepy baby, you know what I mean? It's like all pale and like ah you know, red eyes and all that shit. And they, they make it and they put it in this stroller and in New York City, they just leave this stroller just sitting out on the street. Oh, God. And so people, you know, of course, you're like, what the hell is a baby doing out in, the, out in the... So people go to check up on it. And then all of a sudden, like, the baby pops up. And, you know, it's like, ah, you know, and all oh this stuff. And, and then, like, the, stro- like the, the stroller like... starts moving on its own <laughs> and chasing them. And, oh, God. It's yeah. like the, it's like the uh, possessed Christmas tree or something. Uh-huh. People are... Oh, yeah. That's funny. Yeah. And so... It, and, and then it would go, like, take off. And, the, and you know, there's, like, some street art fair. And it would be driving through, <laughs> running over, running over posters and... And you know, scaring people and like it could. Oh, flip, I gotta check flip that the out. Bird and it would like spit pea soup, kind of like Exorcist style yeah. and all this stuff. And well, it was a commercial for uh, Devil's Due. The, okay. The, and um, and you didn't know that until like the last five seconds when oh, they basically funny. show you know a quick clip from the movie and then Devil's Due coming. Yes, but oh, because that's that's the trailer with the woman yeah with who's the woman the, who's got the baby. That I'm yeah, so done yeah. with all of those yeah, movies. Yeah. It's like they all just you know from the makers of Paranormal Activity. It's like mm-hmm. that's that's become a bad thing. That's yep. not a good thing anymore. Yeah. Oh, I know. I know. But yeah, it was it was pretty awesome. I guess um, the thing that is making me think about it because this is you know a, a month old by this point. For some reason, <laughs> I saw. Uh, a video tonight where it was teens react to devil baby. And have you ever seen like the kids react videos? Like they get a bunch of kids and they'll show them like some YouTube video or some pop. Culture I saw thing the, that's going uh, on. I saw the photo. Fo- I saw the video of people reacting to a haunted house and yeah, or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so it's, it's kind of, it's one of those things, but this one guest starred, uh, Maisie Williams who plays Arya Stark on game of Thrones. Uh-huh. And so it was like all these kids probably, I think they were all 15 to 18, somewhere in there. And they would show them this, devil baby video and they would get their reactions and all that stuff and it was just really interesting to me the reaction that what happened once they all realized that it was an ad was just you know is they're like oh well see now yeah. like this was really awesome and then and then you, then i you saw just, it was an ad. yeah and then you just you didn't need to do that and so they they all had some really good things to say about the virality of content. It's like, well, 
you know, something should just get to be viral on its own mm-hmm. instead of trying, because like this one kid is going, you know, because they were saying, well, this has had 30 million hits since, you know, two weeks ago when it was, and they're like, well, you know, but I guarantee you that they bought, you know, a quarter of those, a quarter of those views, just like you can go and buy Instagram followers yeah. and, and all this. And I was like, wow, you you know, I mean, people who market to, especially, you know, like, teens and, and stuff like that i mean, never never underestimate oh yeah what you know <laughs> what what you're doing because you'll get you'll get slaughtered yeah gabe has um my son on gift boom yeah i think he has like over a hundred thousand followers wow he's like dad i have over a hundred thousand followers i've done six gift booms <laughs> and i'm like how did you do that and he goes i just followed like really popular people, yeah. and then people wanted to follow me because I was, I was following, following them. Popular, yeah. I'm like, God damn, that's brilliant. That is pretty brilliant. What that does is. he do? Like gifts of like nose picking, or I mean, what what is what is he making gifts of? No, nothing, nothing, nothing big. I mean, huh. it's like um, uh, he makes a. Uh, you know, like something look like it explodes on top of a coffee table and then it yeah. disappears, and you know that was. That was it. I mean, it wasn't anything really, but he just, <clears throat> he made it his mission to see how many followers he could get. Wow. You realize that he's got like 500 times the followers that we do. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Maybe we should put him in charge. Yeah, of, let's bring uh, Gabe back. Generator and let's, uh, yeah. Gabe, we need, we need some gifts made. Turn every show into a GIF. Best advice I got, um, um, speaking of immortality, Best advice I got uh, from my father after I found out that I'd completely torn my meniscus after my MRI was, you need to find out what you did and you need to stop doing that. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, well, we all have a time where we find out that we're mortal and stuff. And it was like, I was already pissed and depressed because I didn't know, you know, I mean, I go on the internet and it's like, yeah, you're going to be held up for two weeks and you can't move your knee for like two weeks and stuff. So I'm already pissed off and depressed about that. And then he calls like at 930. And I remember I like, I looked at the phone and I'm looking at it. I'm like, "Mm, do I answer it? Uh I'm not sure. Uh End up answering. And I was like, that was a mistake. Damn. I Damn I rolled it. snake eyes on that Damn one. It. He's uh, like, you need to find out what you're doing, and you need to stop doing that. That is awesome. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for that. Dad. Yeah. Thank. Wow. You. Thank wow. you. But it's like I got yeah when I when I met with the surgeon, the first thing he does is like super cool dude. He's like 62, has a huge ponytail, comes in and he hands me the stack of all of these photos. You know, like from from um, uh, orthoscopic yeah. surgery. And, you know, it just hands them to me. And so I'm like looking through them and I'm like, I feel like I'm looking like at a contact sheet. It's yeah. like, do you have a, do you have a greasy pen or something here? Mm-hmm. Let me mark some yeah, yeah, stuff here. This, this, I, I like, like what, this. I like what you're doing yeah. here. Mm-hmm. I think you need to do more over here. Yeah. Um, I, can we move that shot over a little bit here? Lose a little bit of this over here. I'm losing some detail here, so can we darken this? And <laughs> <clears throat> but he wanted to show me. He wanted to show me like you know best and worst case scenario. Yeah. and and throw in a diseased lung just for fun. And here's a diseased <laughs> lung. Yeah. Have you ever seen a grown man naked? Here, yeah. <laughs> here is an enlarged testicle. 
Wow. Okay, cool. Does that have anything? No, no. I no. just wanted you to look at it. And if you're interested, I have driftwood <laughs> sculptures for sale in the lobby. <laughs> I do my own chainsaw sculpturing. <laughs> I can make something great for your front oh, lawn. Man. Uh, well, okay. Yeah. So, so I, so you've had your whole, your whole knee thing and my car has been like all, so, so we might as well just turn this into the, into the episode where we complain about our old guy crap. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Yeah. You know, cause my, my 14 year old car is finally starting to, it knows, it knows that I want to get rid of it. So it's starting to crap out yeah, on you. Yeah. Because, you know, because I was like, man, I've had this car for 14 years and it's been awesome. You know, the air conditioner doesn't work well in it. But aside from that, it's been just rock solid. I'm like, you know, I I should probably look into getting rid of this thing before my luck runs out. My luck is starting to run out. So what's it doing? Well, it's start, um the, the, first, the first sub-zero day that we had, yeah. like early in the month, um, I didn't have enough antifreeze in my radiator so the little reservoir froze into a solid block so everything in the radiator boiled nice. evaporated and so then the uh the hose that goes to the engine since it was 14 years oh yeah old, i remember reading exploded. about this yeah this went boom yeah. on the interstate and so uh i fixed that and i'm thinking oh everything's all good and then like about two weeks later when uh, it started getting cold again. It overheated again on the way to work. And I'm like, well, fuck, you know, it's like, and, but then I find out that, well, you dumbass, when you put all the antifreeze and everything back into the radiator, since it blew up and there was, you know, air that got into the engine, you didn't let all the air escape. Right. And if you do that, then it can't, you know, if there's, so if there's air, then it can't cool properly. So I, you know, took the radiator cap off, let it run for 15 minutes. All the air came out, you know, let it go until the air stopped, put it back on. Great. But then it started running rough. Like just, you know, so I'm thinking, well, and, and, you know, I am not, uh, a mechanically inclined guy. I, I know enough about. We cars fixed my to, car. Well, though, I know. Man. We fi- well, I'm, <coughs> I'll say. I'll say. I'm handy. I'll say. I can. You know, kind of do some some of the things if it's easy. Yeah. And uh, and you know, but other than that, I'm not tr- tremendously mechanically inclined. But I'm thinking, okay, well, if it's running rough, maybe the spark plugs. Are, you know, I can't imagine. I don't think I had ever had the spark plugs changed. That can't be too hard. Oh, I'll God. try that. So oh, I went. God. I went and bought myself some spark plugs, and um, and it started going great. The yeah. first few were real easy. Then when I got to like the fourth one, then I I lost a wrench down in a tiny hole. <laughs> God, <laughs> and and I had no way to get it out, and I'm like, but I can't drive it because if I do, it's going to fall down into something important, and then my whole thing is going. So I spent like an hour and a half trying, like fashioning, fashioning my own fancy little needle nose pliers that had to like a check, two yeah. like a two foot long needle yeah. nose to 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 grab this thing, you know, and basically trying to you know put like gum on a chopstick or something like that to you know something dumb. So I get that out and I'm like, okay, so it's starting to get dark. I'll stop. So I went in. So then this weekend I decided to go ahead and finish the job 
So I take the hood off my car. So I have the hood off my car in the driveway. I'm sitting on top of my engine (laughs) and I'm like, you know, trying to get to all these. And then the last, the last spark plug was way back towards the, the firewall, you know, so I couldn't even get my hand back in there. And I'm like, okay, done. This is, I'm out of my league. I can't do this. So I started up to see. Still running rough. I'm like, so well, seems like I probably just need to take it in anyway. So I did. And, uh, and so, yeah, uh, apparently the spark plug wires were what was bad. Oh, God. The spark so how, what did that run you? Uh, well, that plus, uh, plus the, the distributor, which, you know, does the sparks yeah. and, and was starting to wear out. And so 500 bucks. Yeah. So, you know, did you in, go to, in the grand scheme. Did you go scheme, and see Dog? No, I didn't. I didn't. You got to no. go, go to KC Breaks. Yeah, I, I forgot all about that place. So we, I just have a place up there in Liberty that yeah. I just always take and stuff. And I was just like, eh, I'm just. I I know I know when I'm when I've met my match, and I had definitely definitely met my match. Yeah. And so so I I put my hood back on, you know, because I have the skill to do that. <laughs> and, uh, Jesus. And yeah, so I went and got that. Yeah, fixed. I would so now never I'm, get. You know, I never going, get that deep in. Yeah, that. it's going okay, but I'm just <laughs> waiting. I'm like going, okay, I got to start. Uh, I got to start figuring plan. out. Yeah, yeah. it's got to start figuring out what we're going to do because I, I just have a feeling that like you know mid February, it's kind of like it's kind of like trying to predict an earthquake. You 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 know you've got that dog sense that tells you there, there's one coming soon. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know when, and I just feel like mid February, I'm probably going to be due for another like yeah. dumbass thing to happen. Yeah, I'm yeah. I'm I'm trying to stretch mine out. I my intention was that I was going to give Gabe my car, yeah, and then I was going to get a new one. But Gabe seems to show absolutely no desire for driving. He turns sixteen on the twentieth of February, yeah. But really, and you know, and so then it's six months out from that yeah. that he can actually drive because he's just going to get his driver's permit and he has to log, yeah, uh, you know, forty and hours. And he doesn't even want to do that. <clears throat> Not even really interested in that. <laughs> well, and and you know, I've got a I've got a niece and a nephew who. Um, are both sixteen and they're not really it's really? such a it's such a different world. It's really weird. That is weird. I mean, I couldn't wait yeah. to start driving. Yeah. And now it's just like it, it's it's like uh you know, there's just not a huge desire. And I'm wow. like, look, if you don't want to get out on the road, I'm not gonna force you. I don't yeah. I don't wanna put you into um but me it was just like Oh my God, the freedom! Yeah, it's I like, was pissed because I was like the last kid in my class to be able to drive. You yeah, because I was the youngest kid in my high school class. Yeah, yeah, and so that was just rough. You know, everybody else could do it, and I just had to sit around. And wow, I I can't even I can't even imagine that. Yeah, it's weird. It's hmm. weird. Hmm. But yeah, mine's uh, uh but I used uh, I so I used the um, we had a boy. We're gonna get all old and shit but um <laughs> we had uh um friday night you know laura texts me during the day she's like um washing machine's not working it's shooting water oh, out no. of the soap drawer and yeah. stuff so i get home and we've called like the guy and he can't come until tuesday and i'm like well shit we can't do wash until tuesday that's mm-hmm. not good <clears throat> so i i go to the internet i type in what's going on shows me a video says that it's possible um, that 
um, like something, like some piece of clothing could have gotten sucked mm-hmm. up in there. So I checked that, nothing there. Then I look further and they're like, no, you got to pull out the bottom part and you have to unscrew this one cap. And <clears throat> this is what I found in there. And it's like a pin and it's like, it's a lighter and it's like all this random change and yeah. stuff. So I'm like, well, I'll give that a shot. So it's like I pull that off and, and even getting that off. I mean, getting down there and uh-huh. getting in there. Yeah. I mean, I, <laughs> I did the, uh, I did the totally illegal immigrant thing. I tried to get my, my daughter, you know, with her 10 year old little <laughs> Chinese hands in there. I'm like, seeing, can you unscrew that thing yeah. for me? I can't yeah. get my hands down there. And, um, Pulled that out, and there was, um, there was some like brown. I don't even know what the hell it was, and there was like almost four dollars in change. Holy crap! Down there, yeah. And, you know, so pulled that out, cleaned it up, and stuff, and worked fine. You discovered the washing machine's appendix. I did. Yeah, I was like, holy. I didn't shit. even know that that some place like that could exist. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. So it was, uh, and it was actually contributing to like when we would do wash. Um, there's like this funky, nasty smell yeah. that would come out. Yeah. And I think that's what was causing it yeah, too. It was, I was just like, oh, all shit. Oh man. But so, you know, and how brilliant the marketing is <laughs> that like Tide isn't interested in telling you, Hey, you got to get down there and you got to clean that out. Mm-hmm. They're like, Hey, is your front load washer machine putting out a, d- you've got dirty things and here, here's a special little soap pocket you got to buy yeah. to make sure that, you know, so we did that and, you know, it would clean it up for a little bit and then uh-huh. it would go back and so far so good. We haven't had any problems. I was yeah. like, yeah, cause I'm like the least inclined yeah. to actually fix something and, and know what to do and. Well, see, now you, you've done a service to everybody because now everybody also knows that if you are hard up for cash, not only do you look between the sofa cushions for change, you, you go look, in look into machine. the appendix oh, of the washing machine. Absolutely. <laughs> Take it apart and see if there's something in its <laughs> colon. Yeah, and that was, I was, yeah, thank God there was no like pin yeah. or lighter or. Yeah. You know, any of that stuff. Half a finger. Yeah, there was there was uh like one of my uh you know the little uh <coughs> oh collar little yeah, collar little collar stays collar stays. Yeah. When did they start? I don't know. They, they like, we never used to have them. Mm-mm. I mean, I guess they'd be sewn in and stuff. And now, yeah. Uh, I, well, I don't know. I when guess I probably was, whenever we started wearing fancy shirts because yeah. the you know. When I was in the, I think it was the Atlanta airport when I was flying back from Arkansas, they had a Brooks Brothers in the, uh, which I never really, which I never really shop, but, uh, but they had, Brooks Brothers had like this little glass bottle with a whole bunch of different variations Uh of those little things. So I bought that and then I bought myself a bow tie and I, cause they they were like, they were having like this huge sale inside the airport. Yeah. Yeah. It was just like everything like 40 to 50% off. So I got this really cool bow tie for like 20 bucks and bought this little thing for five bucks. And I'm like, sweet Brooks brothers. Yeah. All right. All right. God, we got to wrap this up. This is, this is, we're getting old. old. This is the old maniest, terriblest. Last time we were talking about weather. Now we're talking about cars and cars and, and and, yeah. And MRIs and God, we're showing our age. I know we, this is, this is going down the shitter. (laughs) All right. Well, let's, let's, yeah, we'll, we'll say goodbye for this time and and promise that uh, next episode, we'll get get young. We'll we'll get back. We'll get young next time. All right. Say bye. Bye.
you are interested in listening to or participating in live recordings of The Shakes, check out the free Cocktail Napkin Studios live app for iOS on the iTunes App Store. Receive push notifications when we go live and then tune in to listen to that week's topic. If you've got a question or comment, you can call 415-484-5830, tweet us at The Shakes, or email theshakes at muleradio.net. Your participation makes the show a hell of a lot more interesting. 